You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a football Friday, presented, of course, by BetMGM. We're going to dive into every Week 11 NFL game. We'll talk some World Cup today. Pam Aldonado on some college football as well. But, Aaron, let's start off with a game we just kind of hit on the location change. And then as the Browns and the Bills, this game now will be played in a dome in Detroit on Sunday, not in Buffalo in potentially six feet of snow. So obviously the game is much different. Uh, currently we have the Bills as a seven and a half point favorite at BetMGM, 49 and a half on the total. So a couple of things um, to hit on here. Josh Allen limited in practice, but he's going to play. I mean, he played last week through his injury. He limited in practice again this week. Uh, one thing I, I think is interesting just with this matchup here is, you know, you, you look at. The, the, the Bills right now struggling, right? They, they struggled against the Jets. They struggled last week against the Vikings. But when when they struggle, you know, they, they typically have bounced back with Josh Allen, a quarterback, especially ba- after bad defense games. So the un, since 2017, when Buffalo has 30 or more points to the opponent, they, they bounce back the next week. They're 8-2-1 with Josh Allen, a quarterback, after allowing 28 or more the week before. So they, they have a bad week. They usually bounce back against the spread with Josh Allen, 8-2-1. Aaron, seven and a half is a big number. I do like the Bills after some really bad play the last couple of weeks to to play better. I, I think the Bills' offense and Josh Allen will have a better week. I, I'd be surprised they turn the ball over three or four times this week. I was I'm glad you brought that up because I was just thinking: hasn't Josh Allen been throwing a lot of interceptions a lot. lately? Like, do you think he'll throw another one? Let's see. He had uh, one. Well, he's still got that elbow issue, right? He does. He I mean, does. Do we it's know how much that's affecting him? Um, but yeah, two. La- he's. This would be his fourth straight game. He's had two interceptions in the last three games. So I wonder what that prop will be at. I do think he'll probably have. I, I'm curious what his passing yard prop will be set at. You know, um, I think he'll have a big day, but I could see him also having an interception again. Well, I mean, I, I wonder at this point what his interception prop is, like the, the number on that, because, you know, we're talking about a guy <laughs> Minus that's thrown a lot. 200, your favorite number? <laughs> I, I love those. Um, Heineke hit on Monday. I, I know, they hit. They, yeah, hit, they hit, so why not, you know? Well, I mean, these quarterbacks that throw the ball up in the air, it gets taken Just away. Do an island uh, T rollover. <laughs> we might. Do we need an interception parlay this weekend? We might. Uh, in terms of the defense they're going up against, 
Look, Cleveland this year is has not been a good defense. They are 31st in defensive DBOA. I think this is a big week for the, the offense for the Bills. I'm not going to plan on, on making the Bills minus 7.5 one of my favorite plays, but if I had to take a side in this game, I would take the Bills. I think they bounce back in a dome, fast surface, gets a suspect defense. I, I like Buffalo this week to, to play their best football. Yeah, I do too. Seems like this could be a Devin Singletary game too, right? I'm interested in his props. Um, Rush DVOA, Cleveland, 32nd. Is that good? Mm. No, it's not. That says Devin Singletary to me. He should go off, right? He could, yeah. And you know what? Maybe they try to limit the throws for Allen in this game, so maybe a little more running for Buffalo. I'm not sure about the total in this game. It's high. I mean, that's get to 50. The Browns should run the ball, so maybe an under. But my lean is, is Buffalo in this game to bounce back and Allen not to have another really bad game. All right, let's go to the, the Giants and the Lions. Aaron, I'm feeling an upset. I'm feeling an upset on Sunday. I think the Lions could beat the Giants or certainly keep this game very close. The Giants have won so many close games, even last week against the against the Texans. They won by, I believe, eight. Uh, they won the game by one score. They haven't blown almost anyone out. I mean, all these games the Giants play are close. They kind of wait till the end for you to make a mistake. That's how they win. And I, here's how I look at this. Yeah, the Lions are last, dead last in EPA per play on defense, but – is this the kind of Giants offense that takes advantage of it? They don't throw the ball. They don't throw the ball down the field. They don't have any receivers that make plays. I, I'd i be surprised if the Giants run away from the Lions, and I think we could have a close game here on Sunday in New York, and it wouldn't surprise me if the Giants lose. I mean, they're 7-2 and two against the spread, which is incredible, but I don't think they're going to keep winning like this. So this is also supposed to be a windy game. Um, 18 mile per hour wins. I don't think, um, Goff is going to play very well. I, I don't know. I lean giants here. Actually. I wonder if the under now the lions can't stop anyone. So maybe not the total. Yeah. I don't know. I lean, I actually lean giants here. I just, the lions are defensively so bad. Maybe, they are, but and, I think they're getting a little Daniel bit better. Jones can have, you know, another big rushing day. We've seen him put up Good. some rushing yards. I think he could do that against this Lions team. I'm going to go against you here and lean Giants. That's a good prop, though, on Daniel Jones, because we saw it, obviously, with uh, Justin Fields did last week. Daniel Jones' prop is 34 and a half rushing yards at BetMGM. I could see that, especially if the win. Neither of these quarterbacks, Paul, have very strong arms. Like, if it's a win game, this is a bad – passing day for both of these guys potentially and maybe that's what keeps this game lower scoring because it is interesting as bad as the Lions defense has been the Giants have a very sneakily not talked about bad defense you look at the numbers and the Lions are 26th ranked defense DVOA New York's 24th and they're equally bad against the the pass and the run and they're definitely coached better but then if you look at the coverage grades Detroit has the worst coverage grade from PFF the Giants are second worst. So, again, if it's win, that takes away the passing attack a little bit, but maybe Amon Ross St. Brown can have a game. Um, and then if you look, offensive success rate, both are kind of middle of the pack. Detroit's 17th, the Giants are 18th. And the Giants have a ton of offensive line issues. So Evan Neal still unlikely to play with a knee injury. They're probably going to start a new left guard in Shane Lemieux, who 
was supposed to be the opening day starting left guard, but he's been hurt the entire season. So this will be his first game if he's up. Um, and then every single Giants weapon. You Can you guys name a Giants receiver, not name Wendell Robinson and Kenny Galladay? Because those guys are looking like they're sidelined. I mean, we've got yeah, Darius Slayton. Yeah. He's still around. But Isaiah Hodgins, 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 Richie James, completely made up. Marcus Johnson. It's the worst receiver core in the league. I was literally thinking, who's worse, the Giants or the Ravens? I mean, both have terrible receiving cores. I think the Giants are worse. At least Duvernay's got some pop to him sometimes. But, uh, like, the Giants have nothing there. Yeah, I mean, and how about this? Giants home unders last 17 games. 16 of 17 have gone under for the Giants at home. Wow. Like, they don't score. That I think the win there has always been a thing. Like, the swirling wins, even yeah. with the new stadium they have, it's just tough to kick there at this time of the season. I mean, for years, Eagles-Giants games late in the season there, it's just like nobody scores points. It's just hard to score there with the wins for quarterbacks, for the kickers. We could see missed extra points in this game because it's just it's tough mm-hmm. to kick in that, that area. It's like it's swampy and it's weird up there in North Jersey. Mm-hmm. I, I like the under. Of 45, even with the bad defenses. Doesn't it feel like both teams will move the ball and then, like, screw up in the red zone or miss kicks? Under yeah. 45 feels like a decent play in this game. Aaron, I do like your um, I do like your Daniel Jones rushing prop. 34 and a half, that idea? That could work. Yeah. All right. I think I like the Lions can win this game, though. I wouldn't be surprised the Lions snuck out a win. I think this is a one, another typical Giants one-score game, and it, it could go either way. Hopefully, it right. stays inside a field goal for my purposes. But Let's hit the Bears and the Falcons game, which I'm actually I'm, – I, this is probably the most interested I've been in the Bears, just watching them. Same. It's exciting game, right? Like, this could be a very exciting game. Really it could be. So, we're looking at Falcons three-point favorites, 49.5 on the total. So, let's, let's just start there. Is that total too high? Because I like the over on the ball. So, I, well, I, I understand there's explosiveness to Justin Fields and the Bears are moving the ball and their defense thinks. So I get that. But aren't both teams going to run the ball a lot in this game? Isn't this a clock moving game? That That's my only concern, Aaron, with the point total. I think there'll be explosive plays. Fields will run it for big plays. But if both teams are running for four quarters, that means it's tough to get over. Yeah, but I think we we can see this Bears team getting some deep shots downfield. Um, you know, you've got Claypool, Komet, uh, Justin Fields on turf against this really, really bad um, Falcons defense that's just garbage. 28th overall EPA, 29th success rate against the run. And the Falcons have only faced three top 10 run offenses this as well. Even though we do think they're probably going to be running the ball a lot, I still think that we could see a lot of points in this game. I I just don't think either team, their defenses are just bad. Um, The Bears' defense has been so bad since Roquan Roquan Smith left. They really have no pass rush, and I think Mariota could have a big game. Um, Corderell Patterson, he's getting healthier since he came back. So I just think there's going to be a lot of points – and both of these teams have kind of been exceeding expectations offensively. This is a hashtag narrative game for Justin Fields, too. He's from Georgia. And they passed on go. him. They could, They probably should have taken him now that we're watching him emerge because a year later they dump Matt Ryan and they're just kind of, you know, they're in no man's land at quarterback with Mariota right now. 
They should have taken in, Fields. In terms of the side, I, I feel like both these teams are kind of equal. I mean, I like some props and maybe the over 40. It's 49, right? 49 and a half. Um, okay. By the way, the Fields rushing prop, we were wondering what it would be. Still out there. 71 and a half is the Fields rushing prop. Yeah. Over. Over. <laughs> Play it till it dies, right? Yes. By the way, Cordero Patterson is in the mid-40s, and I know they have multiple running backs there, but, I mean, that could be a couple explosive runs for him. Um, exactly. That defense. So that'll be a look for me as well. And haven't Bears overs been hitting? Yeah. yeah. I, I just think because people weren't expecting this newfound offense either, so – but at the same time, their offense started to figure it out with Justin Fields. Their defense has gone the other way. So these games are really high scoring. I, I understand the, the idea of the over. I mean, th- this could be an over game. I just wonder if they're both running for four quarters. You know, is the clock just moving and moving? But I don't know. Bears getting three is kind of interesting to me. I, I, Aaron, I tend to agree with you. I don't think these teams are much different. I, I guess the Falcons are a little bit better, but not that much better. There are 49s out there. Okay. Well, it could come Bears down to the, have, that. Could be a big uh, that hook could matter the, the, the total. Yeah. Could be close. Bears have gone over their last four and five of their last six have gone over. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what else do we have in terms of this matchup? We get extra rest for the Falcons, right? They played last Thursday. So they get a little bit extra bump on that. M- might help them. I Another like the Bears. Case. I might, te- yeah, I might I... tease the Bears, by the way. Like, throw them in a teaser. I know it's a higher scoring game maybe, but is Atlanta going to win this game by 10 points? Probably not. Probably not. I do think it's Bears or nothing. And, again, another case for the over – both are bottom to their pass rush grades from mm. PFF. So if they yeah. do decide to pass, they'll probably have some time. Um, and just like, again, Aaron, you talked about the defense is 30th and 29th in DVOA. And they're as much as we talk about the bad run D, they're both equally bad against the pass. So if they do want to pass, they can. Here is a wild nugget for you guys. So this season, so the, uh, the Falcons played the Panthers their last game. This season, teams after playing the Panthers are 0 and 8. I, I have I have no reason for that. I don't know what to make of it. It's just after you play the Panthers, you lose your next game. For, for I, I don't understand why. It's just an odd like little you, thing. I feel like huh. you used to hear stats like that about like AFC North teams 
like face the Ravens, you get beat up and physical right. and all that. Like, are the Panthers a, just a physical bad team? Maybe they are. Maybe you get a win against the Panthers, you feel good about yourself, and then, like you have a little letdown. I, I don't know what that is, but that's that's points of the Bears. I, Aaron, I agree with Paul. If we're taking a side, it'd be the Bears or nothing on this one. I'm not laying through yeah. with the Falcons. The Falcons, after starting off what six and zero against the spread, what are they now? Is it have they covered one since then? I don't know if they have. I don't believe they have. I'm checking that now. I think they they're six and four. Have not. They have not. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that's that is significant. They've, I mean, their yeah. season has gone the opposite way, and it just it's in terms crazy. of the quarterbacks. I really love this Bears, Bears team now. In you know the first couple weeks of the season, they were looking like the worst team in the NFL, and now it's like, wow, it's so fun to watch this team. I can't wait to see what they're gonna do next. And the Justin Fields rushing prop, like, why not? Just keep going. Seventy-one and a half. We're in. I'll say it this way. If one of these teams wins going away, I think it's the Bears. If someone wins this game by 10 points, I think the Bears are the more likely team to have a big day. Fields, the offense goes, and they get a couple stops, a pick by Mariota, and the Bears could win this game. I, I, It's Bears or nothing. we got a lot more to dive into NFL-wise. And on the other side, Sebastian Salazar from ESPN on the World Cup. That's next right here on the Beck UL Network.